Please don't talk. Just be quiet. Just sit down and be quiet. How many of you are going to take your quiet time more seriously? Are you sure? It will not be a chore or a duty. It will be an opportunity for you to see something. That will help you to know God. Because it is they that know their God. Those who know their God. They are the ones who will attempt great things for this God. Quiet time. Quiet time. Me, my quiet time is blessed. You know, bless me. me I can, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm sharing my quiet time with people, eh, they are they are blown away. Is that, why is it that when I have quiet time? It's not, no, it's not. It's, you see, even, even your attitude towards it. One of my friends, I have a friend in Accra. When I, when I, when I have my quiet time and it blows me away, then I text him and I share it with him. Me, I, when I have my quiet time, I'm looking for somebody to share it with. All the time. Because sometimes what happens to me is that as I am talking to the person about the thing, then deep is explaining to me even more what I am, what I am, what I saw. So last week I was I was there, and he sent me a text message. He said that he was reading, he was reading the parable of the ten virgins, Auntie Gloria, and he saw something. He was showing me when I saw it. You see anything? As for deep, you know. When you have the SIM card, and she has a SIM card, and you meet, there's a way that her SIM card can call your SIM card. It's, it's, it works. Yes. When two people who have the who have the SIM card of the of the spirits, so you know, you know, he he just sent me. He said he said I have been thinking about the parable of the ten virgins. And I was reading this, this book by Rick Joyner where he was explaining something, 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 something. And then I think this, this is it. When he's, then I re- re- responded that, ah, this is it. Then he said, ha, ah, you caught it fast. He said he had been trying to explain the same thing to some friends of his. They couldn't get it. I said, oh, don't mind them. <laughs> Do you want to hear what he shared with me? Yes. Hey, look, Bible, eh? when, when, when I'm talking about Bible, you know, it's just so nice to me. That's why, you see, when I tell you that, I can talk from now till tomorrow morning. It is Bible. I can be talking to you from now to tomorrow morning, Bible. You know I've been talking for some time now. And you are tired and feeling sleepy, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I haven't drank water, but I'm okay. It's Bible we're talking about. It's a, it's a fantastic, it's a, it's a fantastic, you see, the Bible is a, the Bible is a living organism. People don't know. Yes. It's a living organism. It's alive. Hebrews 4.12. It's alive. Living. He said, are you, are you hearing me? As the glory of this revelation is for you. <laughs> he said, think about it. There were ten virgins. 
The Bible says that they all came, they came, they came to meet the bridegroom. Do you remember the story? They came for a wedding. And when they came, the bridegroom had not yet come. The bridegroom delayed in coming. So as they were coming, they, 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 they expected that maybe there will be a delay. So they brought lamps and they had oil in them. And the lamps, the oil keeps the lamps burning. But out of the ten, five had oil in their lamps and they had extra oil in bottles. But the remaining five, the other five, they had oil in the lamp. They didn't take extra because they were not expecting the bridegroom to, be, to delay so long. But as they were waiting, 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 the oil in the lamps got finished for all the ten of them. But the five who brought extra just took their bottle and poured the extra in the lamp and the lamp kept burning. And then the remaining five who didn't come with extra bottle, they didn't, their lamps went off. And they were in the darkness waiting for the bridegroom. <laughs> Watch this. Every time we listen to this story, the, our focus is on the extra lamp, extra oil they didn't bring. Extra oil they didn't bring. Then it's then then the five other virgins, we say we call them foolish. The five virgins, they went to town to go and get oil to come. When they came back, the bridegroom had come. They had opened the door for the five who were there. They entered and the door was shut. And the five of them couldn't enter. Wait. Then my friend said, he, he showed me a passage from Regina's book. It's a, a, a book by Regina called The Final Quest. And then in that book, Regina had a vision. The man who sees the vision on the, like it's a movie. He said that he went to heaven and he saw some men of God there who said that they were five, they were foolish virgins. And then as he was talking to them, he said that something occurred to him that even though he had oil, he had become a foolish virgin. And my, my friend said, do you see what is there? I said, I see it. I see it. I see it. The problem was not that the five virgins who went to town did not have extra oil. The problem was that when they came, the door had been shut. What those virgins did wrong, they should have waited. I think that if they had just sat in the darkness and waited, the, the reason why they came was to enter to meet the bridegroom. Whether you have oil, your lamp is on or not, it was the, it is the, it's what happened. It said it this. The problem was that the five foolish virgins were comparing themselves to the five wise virgins. And when they compared, they said, ah, they have extra oil. I don't have. Okay. Many Christians do it. Many Christians do it. They forget. The, que- the question, the question they should have been asking is, why did we come? Mami Sawa, why did we come? We came to meet the bridegroom. Has he come? No. Let's wait. But what did they do? They said, oh, you have extra oil. We don't have. We want to be like you. We want to have extra oil. We are going to town to get extra. When they came, the door had been shut. The bridegroom had come. The reason why they came. I said, wow, what a revelation. What a revelation. And, and look, you may not be, you may not understand what I'm saying, but I see, the reason why some people, some Christians who may be doing well and I, God has called you, God has shown you something. You want me? Look, I became a safe teacher when I joined Lighthouse in 2004. Since 2004 till today, I have been a safe teacher. Saved children. I've never passed, I've never passed, even if they say I should go and pass a grown ups church, maybe I will say I will go, but I don't think, I, I don't think I will even do well. Because deep inside my heart, God keeps telling me that these children, they are important. 
And I don't see many people in this world who are concerned about children's ministry. So I stay there. I can start comparing. I have friends who are bishops. One of my friends, he was a bishop in Togo. I went to, I went to GSS with him. GSS was my GSS. Me and him used to go to the same church. We said, oh, this church, we don't like it again. When he went to university, he joined Lighthouse. I didn't know about, about Lighthouse at that time. When I, I, Bishop, he's a bishop. I, he used to come to my house, sit down on, on in, uh, my, across his leg, my father's center table, and read graphic. I'm talking, I'm talking about two friends, two friends, two friends. I remember when we finished university, he came, he came home. I met him. He came to my house. We chatted for a long time. When we were going, I wanted to go and see him off. When we got to the roadside, he asked me, what are you going to do now that we are finished university? I said, I am going to go and do national service. After that, I'll be a businessman. Then I asked him, what will you do? He said, I am going to be a pastor. No more school for me. No more work. I am going to be a pastor. That, I remember where we were standing. And I said, Charlie, God bless you. See you later. And he left. The next time I heard about him, Bishop Doug was preaching in a camp message. And I heard Bishop Doug calling his name in the message. I said, hey, my friend is becoming a star. <laughs> my friend is becoming a star. He sent him to Togo. He went to go and start a church in Togo. I can be here and say, my friend is a bishop. Please, give me, let me, give me a branch. I want to, I want to pastor grown-ups. I also, also, I also want to become a bishop. Maybe I also become a bishop. Is it comparing? The Bible says that, the Bible says that they comparing themselves with themselves are not wise. <laughs> that is why the foolish virgins were foolish. It's not because they didn't have oil. Because they compared themselves with themselves. Antigolai, this revelation is for you. It's for you. Comparing themselves with themselves. They comparing themselves with themselves are not wise. They left to go and get oil because they compared themselves with themselves and they missed the coming of the bridegroom. My friend, so I said, <laughs> So I said, ah, how come your friends you were sharing with you didn't get it? I said, I don't know. Me, I don't ask. Me, I got it the first time. I've stayed on course. By the grace of God, I have stayed on course. What's God telling me to do? This is it. This is what God wants me to do. I'm, I'm on it. Comparing, the, comparing themselves to them. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have look, a lot of friends. Even, so, one of recently they, they, they consecrated some bishops. One of the guys, one of the, one of the, well, now he's a bishop, so I shouldn't say guy. One of the bishops they made, the bishop in Hawaii, I know him. When I came to Kumasi here, he was a student at Tech. I know him. I used to work with them. They were students. I used to talk to them. When, when I meet them, they stand. Then I am talking to them and they are all standing. I saw him on TV. He was a bishop. I said, wow. Hey. Then, then I was sitting there and I said, oh. <laughs> I want to start a branch so that one day they can also make me a bishop. And ask, ask safe teachers, even in our branches, they don't respect us. Yes. Don't respect that. Parents, your parents, they insult us anyhow. Ask them, they will not tell you, but it's true. They insult us anyhow. It's because of, because of you people, you people, and, yes, even this camp, people have insulted. Yesterday, when we came here, somebody's mother insulted state teachers here at this camp. We can mention, you can mention your names. You are, you are sitting down here. Oh, we didn't preach our things in the church. No. Tell, tell, 
let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. All these grown-ups who are standing here, some of them are students, some of them are workers. Even if they don't have anything to do on a Thursday morning, they can lie down in their bed and sleep. What profit are they getting by... Look, in, in case you are thinking that, oh, Ray William has organized a camp with safety chairs. When they finish, they'll get profit and then they'll sit in the room and they'll share the profit among each other. Uh, please. Some of you... <laughs> Many of you are sitting down here. Your safety chairs use their money to pay for you to be in the camp. True or not true? Safety chairs who are standing here. True or not true? Yes, this man here, his name is Uncle, uh, uh, Akata. He, he, yesterday he called me. He said, look, it's true or it's not true? Am I telling lies? Yes. And it happens all the time. Whether it is Hong Kong we are going to, or whether we are going for a camp, whatever it is, safety just take money from their pockets and then they, they pay camp fees. For what reward? They, even, even, even your, your parents don't see this. That's number one. And then the Branch pastors, the people we are pastoring and we are doing the thing under. Don't, 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 we shouldn't say it out loud. We shouldn't say it too loud. <laughs> Me, I have done things. I have, I have tried. I have attempted great things. And then I had parents insulting me. You know, one of these is, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Friday, the olives will come and sing. The true vine olives, the ones we have in the, in the Bantamaya place there, no. Look, let me do something. God is asking us to attempt, not do. Just try. So even, even if my choir doesn't sing very well, no problem. I, I've, I've tried. You, 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 that you, you that you are saying my choir doesn't sing well, you, what have you tried? That choir that will come tomorrow, that choir, we, that's, for five years, we've been traveling. We traveled to Tamale to go and sing there, had a concert, fantastic. We went from there to Salt Pond to go and sing there, fantastic. We went to Kofurida to go and sing nicely. Last year we didn't travel, when, when, but this year we we're going to Togo and then something happened, we, we didn't go again. Yes. Attempting. To bring small, small, small children together. Seven year old, eight year old, nine year old. Teach them, teach them the song, teach them path. Bring children together. Teach them how to play instruments. Bring all together. Sing. Play the instruments together. To attempt it. And I had one parent. One parent told his child who was in the choir that Reverend William has has gathered a group of children together, and he goes from place to place for them to sing, so that he will become famous. Is it a bad thing? It's not, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. Another one said, one, one time we were traveling somewhere. The boy said, uh, my father said that I can't go. I shouldn't go. And I said, why is his father saying you shouldn't go? He said, oh, it's not important because that when you traveled from place to place to go and sing, it's only for show. A parent whose child is the, the, the boy, the boy, the boy, he didn't know how to play any instrument before he came to my church. He didn't know how to play any instrument. I organized music school. I brought teachers. I said, this boy, I want to play bass guitar. I said, come, we'll teach you how to play bass guitar. He didn't know, he didn't know, what did he say? He said, chords. This, this notes. C, C sharp. He didn't know it. When he came to my church, he didn't know it. We caught him, put him down, put the guitar in his hand and said, when you, when you, when you strike this, this one, this one here, it's a G, it's a G, this string is a G string. When you strike it, 
is open his gene. That has it. <laughs> then his father. His father. His father. You see, and I'll tell something. All the children who do music in the church and watch them, you see that there is a, there is a difference between them and the other people in the church. Yeah, it's a good difference. No, it's not. It's a good difference. Yeah. Yes. Look at them. See them. These are the people who become men of God. <laughs> oh, you don't believe what I'm telling you. Ah. Wait, oh, you don't read the Bible. One day, a certain king had demons tormenting him. Then his servants told him that, look, there is a boy. There is a boy. There is a boy. He plays instruments skillfully. The anointing of God is upon him when he plays instruments. So call him to come. If that every time the demons come on you, when he plays the instrument, the demons will go away. The, the, the king said, where is that boy? He said, he is the son of Jesse. Go and bring him. They brought him. The boy will be in a corner. He'll be in a corner playing there. When the demon comes on the king, then the boy starts to play. Play something. Play something. Play. Why do you keep turning the piano off? Yes. Play. He'll be playing. He'll be playing. Play something sensible. What are you playing? I'm feeling better. Stop playing. <laughs> feeling better. Feel, wh- why do you think that when he plays, when he plays, the demons go away? So the, the plane, the plane brought into the room a stronger spirit that drove, drove away the evil spirit. So the anointing, you see, that's there's an anointing, there's an anointing on these guys. You say, you say, oh, these instrumentalists. Look, instrumentalists, instrumentalists, we know them. They have their problems in life. But they are the ones who become men of God. Yes. And when I take your child, who was not any instrumentalist, and I convert him into an instrumentalist, you are telling me that I am gathering the children together to go and do show. Then, when it enters my heart, I start to compare myself somebody else. And I say, this children's ministry, forget about it, I'm going to do center. Or go and do this thing, branch. Somebody's quiet time, oh. My friend's quiet time. Yes. Quiet time is powerful, oh. Angel. You have made it small and nothing. Powerful. Before we now come to Bible study, where now you carry dictionaries, different translations, put them around you, take the verse and break it down into pieces. Hey, that one they take it to another level. Then when you finish, now they preach in Awono. <laughs> then you now, then you now. The icing on the cake itself, the, the icing now becomes the, the Christian books that you read on top of it. By the time you are done, eh, you know, you know who God is. You 
know who God is. Is it like, 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 are you listening to me? Yeah. A Christian who knows God, eh? Oh, hey. Hey. Jai, they are watching or no? Next time, oh yes, I'll next time, I'll back company be. Look, should we go on a break? Okay, wait, 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 wait. How many people say yes? Raise up your hand, let me see. Put your hand down. One hour more. Yes. How many people say no? Put your hand down. Those who are saying yes, you're not spiritual crowd. Hallelujah. <laughs> Alright. Now, let me show you three things, three things you must attempt for God. Hallelujah. How many of you will do what I'm saying? Are you sure? Your Bible will be your best friend. You just keep looking in it. You just keep looking. You will see something. One day you will see something. My, my life, eh, it has, my life has changed though. Like, how I was when I was in GSS and how I am now is a big difference. Even, even, see, even the fact that, you know, there was a time in, there was a time when I'm walking, there was a pastor. When I'm walking and I meet him, he will say, smile, smile. <laughs> I say, ah, smile is it by force. <laughs> yeah, but you see, but now I meet people. I meet, like, I, I see, even, even the fact that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pastoring children. Children used to irritate me. You get it? Like, they are noisy, they are disorderly. I don't like such things. But look at me, I'm here. Yeah, only, only, only knowing God. Yes. Because one day I saw in the Bible that Jesus said that anybody who receives a child has received him. Anybody who, has, who gives a child a cup of water, it's like he's doing it to him, Jesus. I say, then children are that important to Jesus. He said, anybody who causes a child to sin or offend a child, then he said that it will be better that they will put a heavy stone around his neck and throw him into the sea so he will drown. It's like the punishment for, for deceiving a child to go and do something bad is that they should put a heavy stone around your neck and put you in the sea so you will drown. It's like, that's your punishment for, for not teaching a child the right thing. When I saw it, I said, oh, yeah, it has changed me. That's why I'm. That's why I'm in front of you here. We're having a camp, and I want you. Want, I know you want to get up and go and walk around and chat and make a lot of noise. But you are sitting down here preaching to you. Yes, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you need what I'm. You need what I am giving to you. You need it. God is listen. God. 
there is there is, there is, a, there is room for a lot of grace. I don't know how I should say it for you to understand it all. Grace. Grace. You first water, it becomes wine. Easy. It's not a problem. It's not, it's not. You see, it's here. Jesus said that to men, this is impossible. But to God, all things are possible. It's like, it's like to God, no, it's not. You see, you see, let me do something. Like, like to us human beings, it's like you have to do, yeah, then the thing will happen. No, it's not like that to God. It's not like that to God. It's not like that. That's why sometimes we shout, like even when we are praying for somebody to become healed, like, come out in the name of Jesus! It's like, as if they're shouting that it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not God that's in it to shout. Do you see Jesus shouting to somebody, ah, I saw somebody come and say, he cannot see, he cannot see. He, he, he took sand from the, then he mixed it, mixed it, mixed it, it became mad, then he put it on the person's eyes. Then he said, go and wash it and come. When the person went to go and wash it and come, he said, can you see? Did you hear him? Yeah. No, it's not like that. It's not, it's not like that. <laughs> Only human beings do that. Like, do you see? Yeah. Then it has happened. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before you with these five loaves and two fish, then some worship music will be some drums will be playing in the background. Lord, we pray, we commit these five loads into your hands, oh God. We pray for your miracle power to come down now and to multiply it now. Come on, prayer warriors, begin to pray. Makako, Himahatolobokoba. The Bible says, when he, when he gave thanks, say, Father, we thank you. Say, share it. It is very easy for God to accomplish great things through you. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's not hard. You know, one of the things that amazes me about Jesus is that one day he was sitting down with his disciples. We were talking to them. Charlie, so you know how he's, then he said, your friend Lazarus, he's sick. Then he said, they, they, they told him the message. He looked at the person and he said, okay. So, yeah, so, 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 then one of the disciples said, ah, let's go. He said, oh, forget about this Then four days, he was talking to the disciples before. Four days, then four days, another messenger came and said, your friend Lazarus, who was sick now, he's dead. Then he now told the disciples, let's go. Let's go. So, when the person was sick now, let me ask a question. To heal a sick person and to raise a dead person from the dead, which one is harder? Raising a dead person. When the person is dead, you can't do anything about it. When he was sick, he didn't go. So your friend is sick. Later. Later. Hey, look, let's do our thing. Then, four days later, the guy is dead. So, okay, now let's go. Because, you see, because to Jesus, healing the sick, raising the dead is the same thing. The same amount of energy. It's not more energy. So let's go. So they went. When they got there, no, no, if you had been here, no, 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 no. So no, it's not, it's not a problem. So how many, how many days has he been? So four days. By now he's even smelling. So no problem. Say, so open that thing. Open it. Say, Lazarus, come out, come out. After, did you hear him? Did you hear Jesus calling him three times? Did you, did you hear Jesus? Jesus 
Oh hallelujah, yes to be Come on, prayer warriors, begin to pray some tongues. Let life come into this body right now. Robo Sahando Lebranda Kabalaba. Mehanto Kobahando Lebalabra. Robo Lebranda. Open it. Because if you don't open it, he can't come out. The, the stones are very heavy. And they have, you know, they, the way they used to bury them in those times, they, they, they use like bandage. So they start to bandage, they bandage their heads, they bandage them round, 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 like that. So his hand will be on his side like that. They will bandage him round, 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 round to his leg. Then they will lie him. You see, so it, he won't, if he, his hands will not be free to push the stone away. So somebody has to remove the stone from there. Remove the stone from there. Because the guy is about to come out. He said, Lazarus, I have come. Okay, your friend Jesus. I was just in the neighborhood. And I heard as you are going to be in this, in this tomb. It's not, a, it's not a place for human beings to be staying. Come out of there. That's what got out from there. Then Jesus said, lose him and let him go. Then they removed the bandage from him. Hands on his face. Yes. You're not coming for Jesus. Don't you want such things in your life? Sister, don't you want such things in your life? You want? I don't believe you. Lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. Not shouting and blasting tongues. It's the same thing. All are the same to God. All are the same. Because think about it. When... The, before there was nothing called light. The whole world was dark. Then the, then the Bible said that, and God, God didn't clap his hands, shout. The, the Bible said, and God said, let there be light. Let there be light. The place became bright. Let, he just said, let there be beds. The beds came. Let there be trees. The trees came. Let there be animals that walk on four legs. They came. They just came. They let the let the firmament gather together. Let it let them be separated one to the top, one to the bottom. The top one will be called sky. The next one will be called earth. Just, just talking. Just talking. Just talking. And it was so. God is going to use you to do such mighty things. God wants to use you to do let, and, I'm, and I'm not prophesying I'm not prophesying into your future the future is when you become grown up like Auntie Gloria it's too late God is going to use you to do such, you know, let, let me tell you something I read a book I read a book I read a book yeah. I read books I read a book it's a book by a certain children's are you talking children's pastor and he said that one day he took his children for a camp and he taught them about healing. Yeah, it's most more children. Seven years old, eight years old, nine years old children. Said, healing. And explain to them how Jesus healed people. And how, you know, to just to heal people, you just have to believe, have faith. Lay hands on them, pray for them. And show them all the scriptures. Then, it, then when they finish the camp, then they... And in the camp, he made them practice. So anybody in the camp has a problem. One child, one child will lay hands on the child, they pray for them, and then the sickness goes out. And the children, they, like... You see, because they were children, 
they believed everything that the pastor told them. They didn't think that he was lying to them. So it's like, if you lay hands on the person, you can. So they didn't know that if you lay hands on the person, the person may not be healed. They, all they know is that if you lay hands on the person, will be healed. <laughs> so they came out of the camp with that. So they went to the main church one day for a church service. They were in the main, the, the children and the joint service. Then, as they were in the church, then, <laughs> you, know, no, you know how we have some old women have knee, uh, problems in their knees, arthritis and things, no? Yeah. Then one of the children said that, ah, can we go and pray for people in the main church who are sick? So, yeah, why not? So you have a problem with so my knee. Children put their hands on it. So in the name of Jesus, they are healed. Arthritis goes away. Seven years old, nine years old, eight years old. The children were just laying hands on people in the church, grown ups in the church. Just laying hands on them. You don't believe me. God wants you to see that in your life while you are still a child. You see, only you are saying amen. They are not saying amen. Are we tired? If I say, if I say go out now, it will take me one hour to bring you back. It's true. You will not come back. They will not go and we will do anything. Okay. Three, three, three great things we are going to attempt for God. Number one. Number one, number one, number one, number one. Attempt to lead people to salvation. Attempt to lead people to salvation. Don't sleep. Oh. Are you sleeping? Ah. So now see, what is your notebook? Write it. Copy the one that you write on the board. When you write it on the screen, you also copy it. Attempt to lead people to salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When the angel came to Mary and gave him, gave her the message of the birth of Jesus, what did the, the angel say to, to Mary? He said, his name shall be called Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. The reason why God became man in the form of Jesus, was so that men would be saved from their sins. Jesus came to be here for 33 years of his life for only one purpose, to save men from their sins. Are you here? Are you here? Now, when you know God, when you have come to know God, you will also know that this is, this is, this is God's number one. Number one, the most important thing to God is that men would be saved from their sins. Are you in the church? You see, let me tell some people are in church right now. They say they want God to bless them, to get a visa to go this. They want to look. You see, let me tell you something. Don't tell the grown-ups, little children in UD. Let us let us not become like our parents. Who have left the thing which is the most important to God to go and follow the things that are important to themselves? Hallelujah! It is nothing for God to give you a Highlander, Toyota Highlander, but it doesn't mean anything to God. Does not mean anything to God. 
does not mean anything. Jesus walked, am I preaching to somebody in the church? Jesus walked about on this earth. He didn't, he didn't have a wallet in his pocket. He didn't have a wallet. Not, look, eh, because any time that he needed money, he knew where to get it from. One day he was walking about it. Somebody came and said, look, you have not paid taxes. You and your disciples, you have been walking about in this town for a long time. You have not paid tax. It is time for you to pay tax. No problem. He called on the disciples. Look, something. Take a fish hook. Go to the, go to the, to the, to the water. Put the fish hook inside it. You catch a fish. When you catch a fish, the first fish you catch, open the mouth. There's a coin in it. Take the coin and pay the taxes for me and for all of you. Finished. There's no need to have a, 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 a wallet. Some people have a wallet. When you see the back pocket, say bofu, Ghana cities inside it, plenty. Then when you are walking, it's like your walking has even changed because of the wallet that is in your pocket. No, he didn't need. He didn't. The, you see, it was not important. The reason why he came was to save the people from their sins. Along the line, we need money to do something. Yeah, no problem. When he had a problem of people to be fed, what is it? Do we have thousands of dollars in our pocket to buy food for? No, it's not a problem. So what do we have? At any particular point in time, what we need, God will provide it. A boy happened to be walking about with his lunch of five loaves and two fish. Bring it, bring it, bring it. God can use it. Let's just, it's not the, it's not the most important thing. Feeding the people is not the most important thing. It is the most important thing to preach to them. Am I not saying it well? And our parents, your parents, angel, your parents, your parents, they have taken their mind, when they say that, pastor said it, they are taking their eyes off what is important to God, which is that men should be saved from, the Bible says, for God so loved the world, God so, that, for God so loved the world, that, the reason why the son of God, he sent his only begotten son to come to the earth, is so that anyone who believes in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. That is the reason why Jesus came here. Not to give us to the highlanders. I shouldn't say it like that. Don't become like your parents. Don't become like your parents. Don't become like your parents. Your prayer topic should be, Oh Lord, how many people can you use me to save before I die? How many people will come to heaven because of me? Oh Lord, that is my prayer. Lord, before I die, may I, may I, may I be a person who has won 1,000 souls, 1,500 souls. That's how I want to be measured. Lord, that's my prayer. Oh God, every day as I wake up, give me more souls. One by one by one by one. From the time I'm a little child till I die when I'm 80 years old, 90 years old. May I win 1,500 souls to my credit. That's the prayer I should pray. Oh Lord, how? Give me the words to say to them. Give me the wisdom to know what to say. Give me miracles. When I meet them and I preach to them and I pray for them, and their sicknesses be healed. You are, you are, you are, you, we, 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 you are praying for, you are praying for things that when you are moving along the way and a problem comes, you just, what is there? And when he gave thanks, you just break it. You are taking your eyes off it. Your parents have taken your eyes off it and they are now following what is not supposed to be the main thing. Let us not be like that. I'm saying that number one, the number one grace thing we are going to attempt as young people in the UD is to lead people to salvation. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm not saying a good thing. And it's not because it's not listen, it's not because the church policy. It's because it is because the from the day that from the I listen, I listen to me. From the day that Adam ate that fruit. From the day, are you hearing me? Yes. Bless me, am I preaching well? Yes. You don't look excited, happy about what I'm preaching. Are you sure? 
Kirsten, is it good? Is it a good preaching? You know me already, so you know what I'm preaching well or not preaching. Am I preaching well? From the day that Adam ate that food, the number one thing to God was that men should be saved from their sins. God had that plan, that purpose, that mind from the day Adam ate the food. You don't believe me? Let's you can go to the story and see. Where did they eat the food? Genesis something. Genesis three. Genesis three. Let's read it. You see that Angel doesn't believe me. The way you do, I mean, mm, this pastor, are you sure? Go and let's see. <laughs> now the serpent was. We know all this part already. He deceived the woman. The woman ate. Go, 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 go. Verse five, six, seven, eight. Keep going. Keep going. And so God comes and starts talking. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said to him, and said to him, where are thou? No, move. God has come now. And then he said, who told thou? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou should not, should not eat? He's called them. Next one. <laughs> and the man said, the man whom thou gavest me to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. Are you seeing it? Go on. And the Lord said unto the woman, what is it thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpents beguiled me. The serpent deceived me and I did eat. Next one. And the Lord said unto the serpent, because I have done it, so now he begins, he begins, you see, when he begins to proclaim the curse, inside the curse also is the, it is, is the promise of redemption. I'm preaching a good word. (laughs) Next one, is when he talks to the woman. I'll put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. Look, and, he was not talking about Eve's child, seed means your child, but he was not referring to the child of Eve. He was referring to the child of Mary. Oh, you didn't see it. This, this, I will put, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed, between the seed of the devil and the seed and her seed. He was referring to, not to Eve's seed, because Eve's seed, by the time that they finished eating the fruit, Eve herself had become corrupted by sin. And therefore, all the, all the children that would come out of Eve would have all been corrupted by sin. So he was not talking about, he was saying that there will be another woman later on. Later, another woman will come. And that woman will have a seed. That seed will not be a seed of Eve. And so it will not have sin in him. And that seed there, that seed will bruise it. That seed will step on the head of the devil. Step on the head of the devil. Hey, move on. And then that, that shall bruise his heel, crucifying him on the cross. This, this prophetic word. God said this thing in Genesis before it happened later on, somewhere in the New Testament. Look at it. And that, that's it. It's okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it well. Am I saying it well? Forget about Toyota Highlander, Fortuna. For escalate, don't forget about those things. Huh? Am I preaching well? What I'm saying, am I saying it well? Forget, you must be counting, you must be counting your progress in life, eh? By how many souls have I won? Because if you want to summarize, if God, if you, if God came, if you went, you got, hey, hey, hey. Ah. <laughs> Oh God, oh God, you know I love thee, you know I really love thee, so okay, you love me, yeah, so I want to do something for you, something, I want to do something great for you, Lord, what do you want me to do for you, should I make you some omelets, no omelets, 
fried eggs. No, is it? So I mean, some fried eggs, some sausages, and some. No, I don't want those things. So, oh Lord, what do you want? I want men to be saved from their sins. That's what God wants. And and if and if you want to measure how well you are, if you have an ambition for that, Lord, by the time I die, you see, you must write it down in your notebook and say, by the time I die, I want to have. 1,000 people I have talked to personally and they have come to Jesus Christ. They have seen. They will enter heaven because of me. 1,000 people want to. Every time you preach to one, you, you mark it. Preach another one, you mark it. Like that, like that. Are you tired? <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to give you a break. Do you like a break? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uncle, Uncle George. Okay, wait, hey, you not let me talk. Stand, stand here. If I say go on break, you won't come back. So this, this is what we're... Hey, are you let me talk. This is what we're going to do. They say lunch is coming at one. Okay. We're going to finish the song. We have one verse. Verse two. And then the, the second chorus. And then the bridge. Verse two. Verse two and the bridge. Ah, why are you talking? Okay, wait, wait. Hey, where are you going? 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 Go and sit down. Okay. Okay, so. Okay, so they say lunch is coming at one o'clock. The time is twelve forty. We have twenty minutes, and then we we'll go for lunch. Is it great? Is it great? It's great. Hallelujah! Oh, please be quiet. Only twenty minutes. Quiet. When we go for lunch at one o'clock, we are coming back at three. It's not good. It's not good. It's good. So. So keep quiet and let me say what I want to say. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, there's a market at the back. (laughs) 
Okay, keep quiet. My mates are telling people to keep quiet. Why? No one's in America. No. I bet wow, why? So they are wow, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a branded type of laughter. You can try it. <laughs> try it. It's, it's, a, it's a laughter of somebody who is attempting great things. <laughs> all right, all right, listen, listen. Genesis chapter 3. Oh, that, that, the last verse where we reached, what was it? Verse 15. Genesis 3.15. Oh. If you can just keep quiet for 20 minutes, eh, you'll be free. I tell you, you, your freedom will come at 1 o'clock. Just try and be quiet. Is it okay? And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head. It shall bruise thy head. Just, just after God had created the, the world, and created man, and man had messed it up, God began to do repairs right there and then. I'm saying that young Christian people, look, listen, if you can just keep quiet for me to, for me to, for me to tell you this thing. You are doing, you, you will be doing the best thing with your life. If you are leading people to salvation, Helping to save men from their sins. This is look. If you say God make one wish, it's like it is God's birthday, and you say okay, the the cake has come. It's like there are candles on it. Blow the candle. God make one wish. This will be the wish. For He shall save His people from their sins. He shall save. His people. Anybody who is engaged in saving people from their sins is actually attempting a great thing for God. I'm saying that you will not have to ask God for a, a Toyota uh, Ford Escalade. Don't. All those things that people think Jaguar or all those things. What are people looking for? What kind of cars are boys, are boys looking for? Range Rover. Range Rover. What's special about Range Rover? Boys like Range Rover, pan. What's, what's special about it? Because it's expensive. Are you in a church? Are you in a church? Okay. So I'm going to show you steps. A very, listen. When, when I talking, when I'm talking about leading people to, people to salvation, I am not talking about organizing crusades. Because the how many people are how many of us organize crusade? You, know, you see, crusade is 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 a is a is a, a bigger level. But what, but but you have to understand that Jesus had crusades, but Jesus also 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 led people to salvation one by one by one by one. Do you know that? One by one by one by one by one. Yes. He will be walking like this, then he will see somebody. Fishing. He will say, follow me. One soul. There's one. He will go in. He said another person say, follow me. He was walking one day. He saw a certain man collecting tax. His name was Matthew or Levi. He said, follow me. The guy follow me. That, Jesus had crusades. 
organized people preaching to them. But he also had one by one. The one that is easier, the easiest for all of us to do is to win the souls one by one by one by And I'm saying that if you were a UD saved Christian child in this church, you're, you must have a notebook where you are counting how many souls. If you say, I, I have a dream to win 1,500 souls and you have won two, then it means that you have 1,000 1,498 more to go. And your prayer will be that, Oh Lord, before I die and leave this earth, I must get all my 1,500 souls one by one by one by one by one. Angel, are you hearing what I'm telling you? So I'm going to show you the steps that you can take to attempt to lead people to salvation one by one. By. How many want to know it? The steps. And so when, you, when they say we are going to do outreach in church, some people, their stomach begins to turn. Hey. Is it not true? Even some grown-ups, they don't like it. There's someone speaking, hey, what if I say, would they listen to me? Would they, listen, would they mind me? Would they, you know, I used to live in Tamale. Okay, when I first went to Tamale, and I, was, and I joined the church, the first time they said we are going, to, we are going on outreach or ev- evangelism, I was really afraid because Tamale people, they are Muslims, mostly Muslims. So I was wondering, that, ah, if a person is a Muslim and you call them and you say you want to talk to them about Jesus, would they listen to you? Hey, I was very surprised the first day I went out for outreach in the Tamale town there. How are we going? Mr. Sitting guy, sitting guy was supposed to say, please, please, excuse me, good afternoon. I want to talk to you for a few minutes. So listen. So what's your name? So my name is Abdullah Rahim. You explain to him, Jesus came. He died for you so that you will not go to hell. He will save you. You will become a proper person. He will live in your heart. So when I finish, I say, you can pray a simple prayer. You give life to Christ. Do you want to give your life to Christ? The person says, yes. Abdullah. So I thought it was not, it was not true. <laughs> so I maybe he didn't hear me well. I say, you want to be a Christian? I want to pray with you. Do you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? He say, yes. So, Close your eyes, let's pray. You close his eyes. I'll say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Abdullah. Hey. If Abdullah is receiving Jesus Christ, you are walking about here seeing uh, Asantipoku, um, Ajimai, Kodia. They will receive Jesus Christ. And others. Some of Mensa and other kind of people, they are all in the town. You are Abdullah, Ibrahim, they are all believing Jesus. Give their lives to Christ. In Tamil, we used to have churches in villages around in, around, I mean, Tamil, in the villages inside. People go there with motorbikes from our church to go and preach there. We had Christians from Muslim families. They just come, give my life to Jesus Christ. Easy. Because that is, it's in, it God, 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 is, he's, he said, the, the, the Bible says that God does not, find that verse for me. God does not, does not wish that any should perish. That was it. But that all men should come to repentance. Like if you, I'm saying that if God is celebrating his birthday, are you in the church? Please give me 15 minutes. You will be free. I tell you. If you can be quiet for 15 minutes, I promise you, you'll be free like a bird for two hours. Adele, it is important that the girl sitting next to you in class, she, God, God's birthday wish, birthday. It's like, happy birthday to God, happy birthday to God, happy birthday to God. 
happy birthday to God. And say, now here's a cake. Make a wish. God will say, I wish that all men be saved. And that men, none will go to hell. That's God's wish. That's the, only one wish. That's only one wish. And imagine it. If you are the person who is doing that wish for God, you are helping. Hey, how are you? It's nice to see you. If you are the one who is trying that God made a wish on his birthday, we brought a cake, a very huge cake, as big as Ghana. Big one. <laughs> brought it in. Big cake like as big as Ghana. We brought it to God. But God is big. So if you are bringing him a cake, it must be a very big cake. And, and then we, and then God came and then we said that he should blow the candle and make a wish. Graciela. Where is Graciela? Yes. If you are the one who is trying to make God's wish come true, even if you want a jet, private jet, you see, all, is all this escalate, they walk on the floor. The jet flies in the sky. Bishop Depot says that the, that aeroplane that he has, he doesn't even know how it came. He doesn't, he, he didn't have money. He didn't buy it. He doesn't even know how. And you see, to have an aeroplane that is for you, eh, is when the aeroplane is sitting down, it's not flying. It costs a lot of money. When it is flying, it's not flying. It's, it still costs money. Because an aeroplane must be kept in a hangar. The garage for aeroplanes is called a hangar. And the hangar, it is somebody who has built it and has rented it out. So when you come and put your aeroplane in somebody's hangar, he'll be collecting your rent. And it is a lot of money. Before when it flies, you have to put fuel in it. It costs money. He said that he doesn't even, he doesn't know how it is paid for. Who's, he's not, he just sits inside and flies it and comes. Because poet is a champion, champion savior of men from their sins. Yes. Every Saturday, he says, I, I was listening to him preaching. He said, Every Saturday, since he started, he'll be knocking on the doors. The person will come out, please. I want to talk to you for a few minutes. He said that if he comes to your house and he knocks on the door, he said, I want to talk to you for a few minutes. He said, I don't want to listen to you. He said, God bless you. He'll go. And then under that door, he'll knock. The ones who want to listen, he'll preach to them. Yeah. He'll bring them. To, following Sunday, he'll go around. He'll bring them to church. Savior of men from their sins. That's why God has given him a jet. You don't, you don't have to worry about those things. I am telling you the truth. Just, just say that I was there on God's birthday when he made the wish. And I am trying very, very hard to help to make this wish come to pass. That all men should go to heaven, not to hell. You see what, you will see what God, I said that your, your parents, eh, your parents, they changed it, they made a mistake. And they changed it. Or I'm not, I should not say such things to the church and spoil the children's minds. One day when I, fin- when I became born again, I went to secondary school. I came back home. I think when I finished school. One day I was, I was traveling to another town. From where I lived to another town. And I was in the car, in the, in the bus. And then when I was sitting by the window. And as I was, as I was, as the car was moving through the villages. I saw some children walking along the road. You know, something happened to me. Deep. Dialed my number. Huh. And I said, he said, 
Then I, I began to wonder, so these children who are... I don't know, for a long time, I have had a certain feeling for children inside here. It's true. My best friends, I was friends with them when they were children, before they have now grown up. Best friends, like, they, I chat with them. I'm very happy when they are sitting by me and we are just talking. My best friends are children. The best friends, the best friends you can have. Me, best friend, I don't know about Auntie Gloria, but they are children that are very nice to be friends with. When children love you, it is from deep their hearts. When grown-ups love you, you are not sure whether they want something from you or what. But a little child, when they love you, they love you real love. Proper love. So me, my friend, I like to when my friends are children. So when I saw the children walking along the road, I, I started to think to myself, I said, Lord, so these children, I was asking deep, so these children, when they die, would they go to hell? Then he said, yes. And I said, ah, but they, have not, they don't know anything. They, nobody has told them about Jesus Christ. Why should they die? And he said, but they will die. And go to hell. I, I began to pray. When I, in the bar, so as I, as I was there, I was, Father, I pray, Lord. I pray, I pray for the children first before the grown-ups. I pray for the children in this town, Lord. I said, every village I pass, Lord, send somebody to them to preach to them, to tell them about Jesus, Lord. And I almost, I almost began to cry because I was feeling that, so it means that if nobody, if nobody, no Sunday school teacher tells these little children about Jesus, they will die and go to hell. I said, why, why would, why, why, it's not their fault. Why should they die and go to hell? I began to pray, I almost crying. Lord, send somebody, send some teacher, send some Sunday school teacher, somebody, Lord, someone talk to them, tell them about Jesus. Because children, when they, when you tell them, they believe. Immediately they believe. Hey. Look at how, look at what it has brought me. Oh, like that. If you, angel, if you if you, God's birthday wish is in your heart, you don't, you don't have, what, what is in this world that you want? So steps, steps to leading people, a person, one person at a time to salvation. Steps. Hmm. Step one. I'm, I'm, we are already going in motion. Six minutes more to lunch. Steps. We are attempting to lead people to salvation. And here are the steps. Are you writing? You write. Should we go for lunch and come before we start? Step one. Step one. Step one. Have the right attitude towards sinners. Have the right attitude towards sinners. Step one. Have the right attitude towards sinners. How many people do what I'm teaching you? At least I know that there are some five people. My Sawai is one of them. Angel is one of them. Kojo is one of them. Um, Nana Ban is one of them. Okay, there are some other people here. Rasela, are you one of the people? Are you sure? Have the right attitude. Have the right attitude. Many, listen, you listen to me. One of the reasons, one of the main reasons why every time we are going out for evangelism, people are nervous and some people don't want to go is because of how you think about the whole thing and how you are perceiving sinners. Look, are you here with me? Are you here with me? If we, you see, if you can change it, if we can change the way you think, an attitude is, is the way you think which appears in your behavior. Okay. So we're now, we're now going to have what type of attitude should you have? Attitude number one. 
right? It's under the, have the right attitude. attitude. Attitude number one. Love sinners. Attitude number one. Love sinners. So, what, that's one A. Number one is, have the right attitude towards sinners. And then under, number under one, you have attitude number one. Again, you get it. Love sinners. John 3.16 says what? Listen to me. I listen to me. I listen to me. When you love sinners, you don't need anybody to organize an outreach. You yourself, you will be in a hurry to talk to sinners because you love them. The only force or power which was strong enough to push God out of heaven onto the earth was love. Love is strong. Love is, the Bible says that love is as strong as death. Love is as strong as death. Love is strong. And many of you as Christians, you are just happy to be, to, uh, you have been born to Christian parents, pastor, your mother is a pastor, your father is a pastor, you're just, and then you have also been born in a church in Italy. And church, I listen to me. One of the problems with modern Christians is that they think that the church should be, um, entertaining. We should have dancing stars, we should have, we should have praise and worship, which is like, everything is entertaining for you. That's not Christianity. That's not Christianity. And, and so, and so modern Christians become easily bored. Like a small thing, like church in the church is not that. I've seen another church here, there's more jamming there, I'm going there, as if church is supposed to be a disco. Love sinners. When you see somebody who is not saved, or somebody who, who you think may not be saved, it must, it must, you must have a feeling in your heart towards them. That Charlie, I want, I, I don't know how to, how to explain, but love, love them. Love people. Love sinners. Love somebody that you think will not be saved. When you see people generally, your first concern should be, are they or are they not saved? Charlie, you know something? Don't worry, eh? Don't mind how these human beings who are talking. Sit down, find a chair. You see, let me tell you something. Safety chairs, this one is not by the way. Are you hearing me in safety chairs? Are you hearing me in safety chairs? If you are a safe teacher, me, I'll tell you something to encourage you. A safe teacher is an advanced form, an advanced shepherd. No, you didn't hear me. A safe teacher is supposed to be the most advanced shepherd in the church. A safe teacher is supposed to be the most knowledgeable shepherd in the whole church. A safety teacher is not an inferior form of any other shepherd in the church. Yes. Look, not to boast, I'm not bragging, but me. There are pastors. There are a lot of pastors in, 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 our, in our church in Kumasi here. There's, there, there, when we meet, we are all pastors. I don't, I don't, if I'm being proud, you, will you tell me? Will you tell me? Don't tell anybody. But, how many of the pastors in our church in Kumasi here, apart from bishops, Sitting and listening to preaching for three days. 
Am I being proud? What, what I'm preaching to you, is it nonsense? Is it good preaching? Do you think that if grown-ups were in the camp, they'll be blessed? Do you think that if, they, if it was grown-ups, what I'm saying would make sense to them? It will apply to them. That they should attempt great things to, for God. It will apply to them. It applies to them. And, and listen, wait, I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. I'm, and I'm talking to safe teachers. You know, look, I have been on a, on a long journey. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Safe teachers. Ah, why are you talking? Why are you talking? Why are you talking? I think what I'm saying is important. Me, I see teachers. You, you see, you because because parents are trampling on you, your branch passes are not respecting you. You yourself, you have lost a lot of. Me, I don't. I, me, I don't see myself like that. No, 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 no. There's no. You see that there's a past. There are pastors have got as oh, you, you are a children's pastor, so you are an inferior type of what I'm preaching, if I, if I, if you bring grown-ups into the church, I can preach it to them. They'll be happy. Because I have, because, because I know that, I know that the kind of shepherd that I, I am also, actually, what I believe is that I am a higher form. I am a higher form of a shepherd. So anything that I must do to, to be, if it is reading books, listening to preaching, what I do all, Sometimes more than some of those, more than some of those other pastors. Yeah. Because I am preaching to children, so I don't read my Bible. I don't listen to preaching. As for children, there, Bible stories be in the chale rough, kakrane, joking, and no, no, no. Share. What are you talking about? Not like that at all. Me, my, the, the revelations I was sharing with you, eh, the things I was sharing with you, if, if, if I bring grown-ups and I share it with them, the one of the, the virgins, the ten virgins, they will open their mouth in, in, into the skies. They will say, hey, what a revelation. So, safety chest, don't judge our own home. How did I come here? Let's be serious. Uh, salvation. Step one. Right attitude. Attitude number one, love sinners. What are the verses? John three sixteen. Write it. John three. Romans five eight is another verse. What does it say? It says, "But God commended His love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us." God commended His love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans five eight. Have you written it? Right attitude towards sinners. Love them. Love them. You see, you, look, do you know that, do you know that, do you know that we are all here. We don't know each other. We don't all, we don't know, everybody doesn't know everybody. But do you know, every time we walk about, if you walk about in town, you, and you see somebody has been killed and is lying on the floor, you don't know the person. But when you pass by, you feel sadness. You feel it. Everybody feels it. Somebody has died. It's, it, it's a, it's almost as if the person was your relative, but it's, Hey, yo, who has killed somebody here? So, when people go to hell, you may think that now, you may think that you don't care, but you see that at a later time it affects you. Ah! All these people are in hell. If God, if God gives you a dream or a vision and you go to hell and you see people you don't know in hell, you, you will be affected. Screaming! 
Oh, save me from here. I'm burning. I'm tormented. You, when you wake up from your dream, eh, you will not be able to eat. You'll be very sad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that, that's something that, love sinners, when you see somebody, like this person, you, whether you, whether you know the person or not, like, this person, is he, is he born again? It must concern you. That's number one. Number two, attitude number two. Attitude number two. Have compassion for sinners. Have compassion. Have compassion for sinners. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. What does it say? And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues. Are you hearing me? It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Like it. White church, white church, you are making noise, oh. I'm surprised that you are the ones who are the one, who are talking, and the small small children are quiet in front. When Jesus was 12 years old, he was in the in the temple having a discussion with PhD holders. You are sitting at the back there talking. When the preaching is going on, can you imagine? <laughs> and Jesus went about all the cities. And villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36, Matthew 9, 35 and 36. 36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad. Oh! What at all are you talking about down at the back there? Ah. As sheep having no shepherd. Now, when we say the word compassion, people, some people, you, you think you understand it. And then, sometimes, in thinking you understand it, you don't even think about it deeply enough. And so you don't even know how to feel it. Look, eh, you are talking too much. You are talking too much. What are they talking about? Do you know? When you go to the back, what do you hear them talking about? Mami Sewa. People at the back, they are talking too much. Let's write it. What is compassion? Write it. Compassion is a sympathetic. It's a big word, but it's not, it's not a big word. It's a very simple word. Compassion is a sympathetic. Sympathetic is spelled S-Y-M-P-A-T-H-E 
T I C S Y M P A Simpa T H E T T I C Tick Sympathetic S Y M P A T H E T I C Sympathetic Compassion is a sympathetic consciousness. Don't be afraid of the English word, so. Sympathetic consciousness. Consciousness is spelled C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S. So, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-N-E-S-S. Consciousness. Conscious. I thought you attend international schools. You should know these words. International school people know these words. <laughs> of others' distress. Of others. I can't be also a place to learn important things like English words and things like that. Spelling and things like that. It's also in a camp. You must learn such things. I Compassion is a sympathetic consciousness of others' distress. D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S. Distress. Of others. Apostrophe S. Apostrophe. O-T-H-E-R-S. Apostrophe. Others. Sympathetic consciousness of others' distress. Together with a desire. I will explain to you. You understand it. Together with a desire. Together with a desire to alleviate it. English words in Kwan. Big, big words. It's, it's good. Together with a desire to alleviate. A-L-L-E-V-I-A-T-E. To alleviate it. Is it clear? Read what, read what you are reading. It's what? Compassion is what? Stop, 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 start, ready, go. Compassion is consciousness others distress together with a desire to alleviate it. Let me explain, it's very simple English. So, what we are saying is that when we say you are sympathetic, it means that you are feeling what the person is feeling. Like you feel for the person. And then the consciousness means that it doesn't, you see, it doesn't just, you don't just feel it once and, and you walk away and you forget Okay, you feel it, and the feeling is with you. So, like when I was in the car and the bus was moving, and I was seeing the children walking by the roads, and I said, "Yeah, who preached these children?" From from when we passed through the village and we kept going, the feeling didn't leave my heart. And the reason why I even remember it till today is because I was. It was a consciousness. Consciousness means that it is in your mind. When it's conscious, when you are conscious of it, it's always in your mind. So, compassion is a certain feeling. You are feeling something for somebody. But the feeling is with you for a long time. You don't, it doesn't come to you and go away. Together with a desire, a wanting to make that thing go away. To alleviate it means that to take it away. It means that when I meet somebody that I think may not be born again, I have a feeling for the person because the person may go, the person will go to hell. That feeling that the person may go to hell stays with me and I begin to do something about it. Compassion ends with a de- the 
the desire, the wanting to do something about it. You cannot just say, and say oh, oh, these people, they may go to hell. Oh, look at it. Oh. Then you walk away and go and eat food and go and sleep. No. No. It is together with a desire to make sure that that problem in the person's life is solved. Am I saying the thing well? Number one attitude to have is to love sinners. Your classmates, start, before you go to the street, start with your classmates in class. You may not be able to stand in front of your class and say, everybody listen to me. I want to preach to you. Why you somebody may throw a bottle at you? You get it? So, and because of that, the fear of that, you may not even try, but when you sit by somebody in class, you turn to the person and say, the person has been sitting by you in class for a while, you look at her. See, you know how, you know that, you know that, you know that, even when you, even if the, even the person in your class that you don't like at all, if they put the two of you on the same desk, on the same desk, by the end of the term, you can become best friends. You know, you can become best friends. Your worst enemy in class, if you share the same desk, you can become best friends. 